Welcome to the Dell Golf Podcast. My name is David Adele, and let's sit down at the workbench and talk about how we can play our best golf. Hey guys, welcome to the Dell Golf Podcast. I am with a very good friend and four-time PGA Tour winner. This guy is one of the few people that can say they held off uh, the likes of Tiger Woods, Ernie Els, Padraig Harrington, Steve Stricker at a very, very important tournament. Three-time at the time, I think it was Nike Tour. Or, it was Web. It Web. was Web Tour, yeah. and it was the second guy to get a Battlefield promotion. I'm here with multiple winner Heath Slocum. Heath, welcome to the podcast. Oh, man. Glad to be here. This is my first one. So tell me what's going on in your role right now. Yeah, I just turned 47. Out of golf for a little bit for multiple reasons. But back to, you know... The love for the game is coming back. I mean, the the love for practice, and I'm ready to ready to start competing again. Yeah, it's an awesome opportunity. You know, the the PGA Tour gives multiple winners the opportunity at 48 to bang it around on the Corn Ferry Tour now, and uh, then they get a couple years on the Champions Tour. So uh, I can imagine that's you know, yeah, it's creeping up pretty quickly, and yeah. and it coincides. You know, I think uh, having something to play for again, like a purpose. So yeah, just re-energizing, you know, again, my love for the game and, you know, it's, it's been a, it's been a, a I would say a long few years, but yeah, you, you, I definitely miss the competition and, and miss, miss playing golf as much as I, as I, and working on my game. Yeah. And, you know, guys at your age kind of fall into that doldrums, you know, where, you know, it's, it's hard to stay out there and, yeah, and priorities change. There's a, there's a lot that goes into it. And, um, you know, the, the bonuses I get to, I got to watch my, my girls kind of grow in a really, you know, cool ages. And now they're just getting more independent and they, they need less of me. Yeah. And <laughs> so now it's back to being you yeah. and, and doing what you were, uh, you've been doing your whole life. So tell me what you think of the, the putter fitting process that we put you through. Very eye opening And, we went through this, I want to say four or five years ago, and it opened my mind to, to, I mean, what I should have been doing, like what I was missing for such a long time. I mean, it is, it is amazing to see all that it takes to get, because it's not always on you. You're going to have, you know, each player is going to have tendencies and, and things, but how important it is to get the right stick in your hand to how you aim it, uh, you know, to how you get it to accelerate to how you get to control your speed. I mean, it, it is a process where I, it, it blew my mind that you guys have been doing this for that long. And, and, and I just didn't know about it, yeah. you know, and it, it really makes me excited to, to really go forward to know that like, Hey man, I've got, uh, I've got a, a putter in my bag and wedges that I know that I can count on. And I know that, that it's, it's going to just be user error from there. Yeah. You know? And so taking away from the fitting process, what was the, you know, kind of teeing you up here. What did you come out of the fitting process understanding about yourself? Um, wow. I'm not, I'm not real sure. I, all I know is that it, it gave me, I'll tell you that it gave me just a lot more confidence in, into what I was doing and how to approach putting a little bit differently. Even some of the practice stuff. I mean, just to get into, you know, to, to understand exactly what I'm doing and, the understanding is, is knowledge and the knowledge is power. So yeah. maybe you could articulate it. Would you say that, you know, I, I come into this wide open with my mind wide open and the process was about you and it wasn't about me. Oh, absolutely. That is 100%. I mean, you're, you're, you're getting the, the actual player, uh, whoever they are to, 
to improve, to yep. get the right stuff in their hands so they can be, you know, it, it isn't about, it wasn't about you. It wasn't, it was about getting the right thing in your, the right putter in your hand, the right wedges in your hand, so you can go out and perform your best. We're ready to launch our new wedge line, which has variable weighting. We have three weight ports in the wedge and uh, that move linearly across the back of the wedge. And we're able to move a heavy weight and two dummy weights. What did that process show you that was unbelievable like i that was it blew my mind is as much as the putting or even more that the fact that we put in a, a you just moved a weight around and not only changed trajectory distance the way the the club feels i mean it it just dials you in like automatically without having to do anything it just takes what you do and makes it just easier he came in when I was doing a fitting and I had a gentleman in from Tulsa and I threw him through the, the wedge process. And, you know, I started out with a weight in one spot and then another spot. And then I put it in the heel yeah. and he gained 13 yards 13. and hit it way better and I sounded know. better. And you, you just went, what I, just happened there? I know my eyes were just, I couldn't believe it. And I mean, just watching a good player have that drastic of a change. And then, you know, through my own experience, we throw in some weights one spot, you know, in two different spots, and I shanked them. I had shanked, I had one shank in the five, and we put it in the right spot for me. And just the the pattern was so tight, trajectory was great, the feel, everything just it, it just was mind blowing that it was that that drastic of a difference. That's what we're after, you know. We don't want to see any outliers. Everybody's unique. Everybody's got a different body type, which would require them having a totally different golf club. Absolutely. Than the next yeah. person. And it should be quantifiable and measurable. And that's what we try to apply to it. Well, absolutely. And just in, in, in the whole screening, the way you, you explain it and the way you go through it. And again, it just it, it's a learning experience for me, too, to understand, to see how the body works and how it works with the just the different weights and how it can drastically affect the thing. I mean, I'm a curious person by nature. And so there's no doubt every time I'm around you, I told you this yesterday, I've learned something. Mm -hmm. and, um, that's good to know. Yeah, and it's, and, it's, and it's a good feeling. I mean, it's, especially as someone that's trying to do this again for a living, you want as much information as you can get and to try to improve. Yeah. You know, so and you're, you're self-professed, you know, you're a player, you know, the player mindset of a, a PGA Tour player is like, get out all that nasty noise and just find something simple. You're not a guy that changes a lot right. of stuff. You don't change your equipment. I mean, you're playing irons that are five, four or five, yeah. six years old. And so to be able, you know, something has to be legitimate and it has to be quantifiable for you to do it. And I think we did that. Absolutely. So I came in when I talked to you just last week, I was like, Hey, I, I just need fresh wedges, you know, cause, uh, and then you were like, Oh no, 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 you, 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 we got, we got a whole new wedge, you know? And so, I mean, I get on a plane and come out. I mean, that's, that's how important it is to me. And, and the same thing is like, I'll, I'll spend, you know, the time and the money to come get, get it done professionally and get it done properly. And, and that's what you, that's what you guys do. Well, that's great to hear. I'm glad you appreciate that. Now, if you could go back in time and be the, the person you are now with the knowledge that you have about what's going on and you could go back and talk to your younger self, what would you say to your younger self? I mean, it really would be to, to learn more. It would just be to, to educate yourself, educate myself on some of the, the little things that I do know now. But mm -hmm. uh, again, some of that just comes with age and wisdom. But um, understanding more of the golf swing, why things happen, I just think it would give me a better understanding. You could get you get to the end result quicker yep. with le way less effort. 
we were talking earlier and you were talking about how some of the older guys had different putters for, for different things. And that was just trial and error. They learned it on their own. There's so many smart people now like you that, that are leading the way that have this knowledge that I would just would have seeked it out probably sooner. Yeah. Golf wise, it, it just would, I think would have made me just a better player. There's no doubt it would have made me a better player. Yeah, as long as it relates to you, right? right? Oh, that and it is. You it's know, all it's about not like, me. hey, you've got to do this because I'm this person, and you know, I know what I'm doing, and you have to do this. I think you, as a player, know immediately when something's not working and right. it's wrong. Yeah, and then you earn that trust, and then from there, you can, you know, that process. You start learning, and once you like again, you learn, and then you make it so much about the player, mm-hmm. um, and, uh, and that means a lot. Yeah. Well, that's what we do at a dog office. There's no outliers. You know, we want everybody to, to understand their own perception process about how they see a putter and, you know, what they think they want, what they actually need, and then how you weight a putter so that you weight it in a way that they can control touch by their own concept of pressure, you know, and then through the wedge, you know, understanding the body type to where the weight needs to be, which ultimately affects the grind. You know, we went through different grinds. You fit into different grinds based on the need yep. of whether it's a full swing or you're hitting little scud chip shots (laughs) and stuff that are spinning and going low and doing that kind of stuff. And then how can it work out of the sand? Well, yeah, that's, I think a lot of the deal is that too many players, A, don't either have access or they just want something because they saw a tour player have it. And, and that goes for tour players. You see someone putting with something you're like, Oh, that looks good. He must be, it must be the putter. Right. And I think that what you guys have done and opened your eyes to is that, I mean, all we're trying to do is get better at golf. Mm-hmm. That's what you guys do. You make equipment to get guys, each individual, better with their own game. Get it in the hole quicker. I mean, I think your stuff looks great. And I think part of the reason is because it gets in the hole quicker. Yeah. Right? And then you start going, well, I love this. I don't care. You know, you, you with the old adage is, man, I'll putt with a Coke can <laughs> if I make more putts, right? Yeah. So, and I think you just speed up that process. That's awesome to hear. So, you've been out on tour for, you know, years now that you you get some limited access due to your past performance on the tour, what do you see as a difference out there on tour from when you first got out there to what you're seeing now? Yeah, it's it is um, the landscape has changed in in the fact that it's it's a lot of speed. I mean, the power game is there. I mean, these young kids, man, they take a rip at it, fearless. But I also think the courses have changed a little bit. I remember when I first got out, it was really really thick rough at a lot of events you're you know pitching it out sideways if you hit in the rough so the game has changed a little bit i think this the way people go about it it's now you know you hit the driver you pound it out there and don't get me wrong these guys are are highly skilled yeah i mean to hit it that far and that straight is really impressive yeah the short games have really really improved i think with a lot of the probably has come with teaching technique Mm -hmm better coaching, better equipment. But it's it's amazing to see the, the the vast amount of players that are really, really good out there. What's your take on like someone sucking down a 14-club bag endorsement? What's the logic there from a player standpoint to do that? No, it's not. It shouldn't be. Well, before, years and years ago, that's you, you were looking at some of that money. And, and I guess, like again, to my younger self, you would talk is like, hey, man, you can make so much more money playing with your equipment, right? It is that important. So yeah. the logic, you, you're seeing more and more guys do it too. They're, they're, they're playing whatever they want to play. They may carry, you know, a name, a, a bag, but they'll have 
five different manufacturers in there. Yeah. They're just trying to play whatever equipment is best for them. And we have that access and it's really nice to see again tooting your horn but you're you're bringing this to the masses and the masses need this and and not only the masses but the even the tour players cuz um sometimes you got to look outside the box and look at the things that that actually can make you better and there's not a lot of people still doing it i get this question a lot from people it's like oh guys on tour all get fit and you know they're they're getting putter fit they're getting all that is that true? No. So we get fit in the in the fact that we can change out a lot of different shafts in drivers, and you can try different shafts and irons. You can maybe a little bit check you 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 maybe check your lie angles and your loft. Other than that, no. You're yeah. you're picking up a putter that is being possibly pushed the yeah. new putter out yeah. and. Yeah, and that's it. You can change the grip. Yeah, find something that you feels good and you know and looks good. But you, no, there is no process of of literally going out there and getting the the putter that you should be putting with. Yeah, it just it just doesn't happen. It's crazy, isn't it? Because right. everybody thinks you know that this is all these guys are getting this carte blanche treatment from these OEMs for a putter, but really they're just a bunch of putters sitting around a bag and it's your job to go over and grab one and see if it works or not. There's no one really guiding you in any other way, maybe other than changing a weight in the head or a grip. Maybe a little bit of grinding here or there, but you're Things that, that really the, the average player can now do these days, that's exactly what the fitting is. It's not as in detailed as, as what we just did the last two days. Yeah. Not even close. And it's kind of a shame. But, you know, sometimes, you know, you got to have someone lead the charge. And, yeah, that's what we're trying to do. Know. Hopefully we'll get to that point where well, you do a pretty good job. Yeah, we're, we're working really hard at it. I'm very proud of what we've accomplished. So tell me a little bit. So there's... There's a technology that I use that I'm very bullish on. Anybody listening, they should take a look at this. It's the bang for the buck in terms of the technology in this sensor and the benefits that come from the use of this. It weighs 17 grams, so it's not influencing the putter. It's called Biomech, and I've been involved with Biomech for you know four or five years when right. I first met you out at Pebble Beach and uh, with Frank Finari and the group there, and it is phenomenal putting technology and they have some other stuff that they've got up their sleeve that we're really excited about which we won't talk about but until it comes to fruition but the putter app i mean the the putting application of the biomech sensor tell us a little bit about biomech yeah so we're you know we have a putting system with an app and with the sensor and everything but it's a we're trying to take we're like i'm trying to think of the best word but we're a little bit of everything. Like it, it, it's scientists, it's engineers that are coming up with how can we better measure the putting stroke. And this sensor was developed not necessarily for golf, but for the medical industry. Right. And, and the sensitivity and quality of the sensors, bar none, 20 times better than anything that's out there in the yeah, market. It's, it's medical grade sensors. Yeah. It, it is definitely made for the, for the medical world. So it has to be accurate and reproducible. And it works in real time, which is yes. really important. It doesn't buffer, and it's 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 phenomenal stuff. And it, you know, it, it it'll show you the deficiencies, how long you keep your putter face square to the target line, face rotation, rise angle, acceleration patterns, uploads through the cloud. It's fantastic, so your data is always secure. And most importantly, and a lot of these things, 
these technologies do not know where home is. They don't know where the hole is. What Biomet can target to the hole or it can target to an aiming point, yep. which uh, the other thing, it syncs to your iPad video if you want to sync yep. video to. So it's really phenomenal. And the price point is what, it was, what does it cost? I, mean, I think it's 150 a year. Yeah. I mean, um, for the app and then the sensors, what? 300, I think, yeah. for one yeah. time. And then, yeah. 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 So, I mean, it's. For bang for the buck, I mean, it's if this technology showed up, you know, before all the other stuff, it could have been you could have charged nine grand for right. it because it was so it's so robust, repeatable, and you know, effectively efficient. So I'm really bullish on Biomech. If if you want a diagnostic that will work with your you know your putting, it's a really low burn. It's really not that expensive for what you get for it, and it's kind of like. I think we attack it like you do. We we look for the why, right? Yep. You know, why we built it, why use something. And the same with you, you know, why fit, why get into the putter that are the wedges that the clubs that, that you, you need. Mm-hmm. So if you get a bad shot, you want to know, like, was it the Indian or the arrow, yeah. right? And that's what the, the question you answer. And that's what we're trying to answer too. We're trying to give the information to not only help you make more putts, but understand like what you're doing and why you're either making or missing putts. And yeah. Person just, says, well, why do I hit it right? And they have 18, 20 degrees of face rotation right. in the backstroke. And then you're like, well, you got to catch up 18 degrees yeah, through no. somewhere in space, time and motion to try to roll it straight. Maybe you should work on not having so much face <laughs> rotation is what's causing that. Right. You know, and then, you know, it, you know, how much does the putter influence that and all that. So, you know, getting a, a full on putter fit and then, then working on your stroke and trying to get your score, you know, from 69 to 95. Yeah, you yeah. know, is because yeah, we score the yeah we score the stroke you know based on the value of how close you get back to impacted zero and your lofted zero um, and how long you keep it square and to how the, long you keep it square square to the target line mm-hmm. through the impact interval phase and uh, you know it's really I mean it's you see some players with some you know pretty bad strokes and you like you can make them really good really quick you really uh, can yeah and there's no doubt that I've learned a ton about putting when I met you started talking about putting, explaining how, going through your fitting process, and then playing with our biomech sensor. It's already made me, you know, a much better putter, just understanding, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, just more and more about like what I do well and what I, what I need to work on. Yeah. And, and, and if you can weed out deviation, right, you're just going to have a much better procedure. You're going to have, you know, no matter what's rolling around in your head, you know, if you got stuff rolling around in your head and you got 18, 20 degrees of face rotation, cheese is sliding off the cracker pretty quick. But if you can reduce the deviation, i.e. aiming the putter better, controlling speed better, and then being able to work on the effective stroke dynamics, you know, and how to get to that, you know, number, yep. raise that score of being able to roll a ball straight, you know, really our job at Adele Golf is to have you aim the putter, have you roll it at speed, and then biomechanically to help you find the right positions that your arms need to be in, where the governance is coming from, you know, and matching the biomechanics up to the to the proper aim and the proper speed control, it's pretty hard not to roll a ball straight, yep. you know, and if you can roll a ball straight, you're standing over five and six footers, no sweat, you know, you're you're seeing lines better, you're, you're able to read greens more effectively because you can roll a ball to where you want to roll it instead of, you know, putting to some gray area. It's, you know, you become a sniper instead of throwing hand grenades. 
Yep. And uh, man, just the confidence that that, that gives you. Mm-hmm. I mean, man, you step up onto, you know, then you miss a green and you're not worried because you know you're like, I'm going to get yeah. chipped this to five feet and I'm not going to miss. Yeah. And then, then all of a sudden you're in a good mood going to the next tee. Yeah. And there's yeah. nothing like missing <laughs> a short putt after you just barfed all over yourself. Right. Yeah. So... Anything you'd like to add before you? No, I uh, nothing I can think of. Uh, but I mean, look, if they're listening to this, they've hopefully been to your website and they're following you. But I can't, you know, tell them enough that that I think that the tip of the spear in fitting golf and and getting players better. And it's been one of the one of the better things that I've done in my career is, is obviously to meet, to be able to, to pick your brain, to learn. Because it's 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 helped me as a golfer. I mean, and and getting your equipment and having it in the bag now. I mean, it's just nice. It's just going to be nice to know that I'm fit. It's my equipment I've got. And now it's up to me to go put in the work and can't blame the equipment anymore. Yeah. Well, the neat thing is we have a really strong, robust network, you know, and, you know, if we don't know the answer, we look for it and we have resources to go to, you know, I got my great friend, Mike Adams and Terry Rawls. We're all sharing our information and you're part of that. Yep. And we listen to you as much as, you know, you're listening to us because your feedback is ultimately important to us is, you know, how do you, that player mind is so unique. You know, that tour player mind is where we all want to get our minds to is where we just stare at a hole and we are shot and we say, okay, execute. And we don't <laughs> think about our body. We don't think about positions. You know, we trust, finding trust and confidence and, uh, so networking and hanging out with the right people. No, there's no doubt. There is no doubt. Like it uh, makes us all stronger and better. It does. And it is. A, it's a cool community to be a part of, to mm-hmm. listen to, you know, the best and the brightest in the field. And, you know, it is fun to sit around and, and, you know, think that I know golf. I know how to play it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I get even better once I, the more and more I learn yeah. and let it filter in and let it simmer and get, you know, then you're, you're going and working on stuff and you're, you're recalling what you've heard and you're like, you know, a little bit of trial and error. You just, you fiddle and you're like, Oh my gosh, that makes so much sense. And how have I never thought about that? Or how have I never been taught that or shown that? And it is nice that it's nice to have that kind of community and those people to kind of lean on to, Mm -hmm. you know, throw ideas against the wall and, and the same with them. They're yep. throwing stuff and you're like, oh my God, I can actually use that and apply that. Mm-hmm. It's fun. Yeah. And it's really no different from a tour player to Joe Schmo, you no, know, it, trying it, to play it, at his it, country club. You know, it's, it's all the same. It really is. It's just, you're just playing at a higher level and, yep. and you know, fortunate you're able to dedicate all day long to yeah, well, that's thinking the big about deal it. Too, right? And, and yeah. so you're going to execute, but you know, that's the, the real goal is everybody to play their best regardless of their, of their situation. Heath, it's been a great pleasure knowing you and your friendship, and I look forward to many years in the future of your friendship and working with you, and I appreciate you taking the time to talk to the Dell Golf Podcast. Absolutely. Thanks for having me on. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Dell Golf Podcast. Make sure you stay tuned for more podcasts coming your way on a regular basis. Subscribe in Apple Podcasts. Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. If you're interested in going through a fitting process and finding the best putter for you, head over to AdeleGoff.com. Go to the Find a Fitter tab, scroll down, and find a fitter in your state nearby. Find a putter that you know is custom fit for your best performance. That's it for today. We'll see you next time.